and welcome to episode eight of You Grieving Girl. Today, I want to take you through a practical checklist of things you can do uh, as you start your grief journey or are already on it. So, you lost someone. Now what? You are now strapped in on this roller coaster we call grief. It's full of highs and lows, loops and twists and turns and everything in between. So I'm going to share a few things with you that I've learned um, over the few years and these last few months. The first thing that I want you to do is to just take a deep breath. You probably have a million thoughts and feelings that are uh, going through your mind right now. And you, if you're anything like me, you feel overwhelmed. So even if you have a, a calm exterior, you're probably going through something inside that only you would know about. So I want you to take a moment and just take a nice breath. Number two, I want you to accept help that may be offered to you. Uh, in the beginning uh, and throughout your journey, there will be people who offer to help you. Don't be the person that thinks you can do everything and you don't need any help because trust me, I have been there and I may life more stressful for me when uh, I could have gotten some help for some of the things I need. Um, I know that it can be very difficult to admit sometimes that you need help, but these people who are offering these things, and you know who, you know, really cares about you, they are genuine. And so when you have someone offering you that help, make sure that you take it because it'll be helpful to you and also for that person who may not know what to do for you and your grief. They'll feel useful and feel like they're helping you and it will uh, be a comfort to both of you. Uh, another thing when you are ready, and I, I stress this, when you are ready, make a list of all the things that you need to do. Uh, and this is all surrounding your loved one or, or taking care of everything. Uh, a list can, number one, keep you on task, tell you the things that uh, you may need help with. And it's comforting, at least I know for me, to be able to check off a list um, that I've completed these things. Uh, and those things that are on your list and those responsibilities will vary, uh, whether it's a spouse, a friend, a parent, or a child up there. Some of the things that you may have to do overlap, but in each situation, you may have something that you need to deal with specifically. So having a list will 
help you be mentally prepared to tackle uh, what you need. Uh, for example, uh, for my mom, I had to plan her funeral and because my dad was out of it. So in hindsight, I, I wish, number one, I could have delegated some more things and also didn't feel like I was just flying off the handle by myself. Uh, now for my dad, everything was a little bit different because um, my brother was here uh, to support me through the process. Um, and I had to plan the funeral and make those kinds of decisions. I had to pick out a plot for him. Uh, I became the executor of his estate. So I had to take care of uh, his accounts, called utility companies, um, and all those little things. So there are a lot of many tasks a lot of times that you will need to complete. So being able to look and see, I did this, or even putting a, a due date can be very helpful because it keeps helps you keep track. And I, I put it in my phone. And for those important things that I really want to make sure I don't miss the deadline, I set a, a reminder in my phone. And just those little things, because when you're grieving, sometimes you're out of it. And sometimes you don't know if you're going or coming, but that list is there for you and it can really be helpful. Uh, another thing is outsource when you can. If somebody else can do it, let them do it. You don't have to do every single thing. Uh, and your uh, mental, physical, and emotional health right now is very delicate. So whatever you can get someone else to do, and it's, it, I mean, it's as long as it's not something legal that you have to take care of, let somebody else do it. It will really benefit you. Uh, and remember, these lists can change. Your needs will be ever-changing from that first initial time, the first week or two weeks, you have one set of uh, things that you need to achieve. But then as you move on, there will be other things. And so don't try to do everything all at once. Um, I've experienced this a couple times. And this time, I am doing my best not to rush myself through uh, the process. Um, it's a struggle for me to take my time. Uh, but I, I know that in the long run, I'm, I'm going to appreciate the time that I've taken. Uh, for example, cleaning out my dad's room. It's been months, months since he's been gone. Um, I was able to get some things out, things that we discussed prior to his passing. But you know what? His same sheets are on his bed. Um, his dirty clothes are still uh, rolled up in a corner. And I'm okay with it. Uh, I have to take my time and do it when I can. Uh, I refuse to put pressure on myself. And I need you 
to not put undue pressure on yourself because that's a lot. You know, in our mind, we say, oh, you still have those same sheets on there. Oh, you haven't picked up those dirty clothes. But remember, that is the person's belongings that you care about. And so it may not be easy. I go in this room when I can and I straighten up or I get rid of stuff or sometimes I may go through papers and then when I'm tired and overwhelmed, I say, okay, that's it. And I may not go in there for weeks, but it will happen eventually. It took my dad four years to start cleaning and clearing out some of my mother's things. And he still wouldn't do some of it. And some of my mother's things are still here right now. So, and she she passed away in 2016. So it is what it is. You got to do what you have to do. Um, and just to reiterate, don't try to do things too fast. Take your time because if you move too fast, you might regret it. You may throw something away that in at that moment, you're like, I don't want to see this. I don't want to deal with it. Oh, I don't want this. But then a month from now, you may be looking for it. Or if you didn't throw it away, you may look at it and realize it's something that you really cherish and you wanted to keep it. Or you may say, hey, don't care, don't need it, and chuck it. But either way, just give yourself those options just just don't rush it and don't let other people impact your decision making i know sometimes we'll let people influence us oh you need to clean up or you need to hurry up and take care of it or you still haven't done that you know it's it's your life and you're the one that has to walk through this grief no one can walk that for you so you need to do what's best for you and the most safe and effective and not draining way is possible. Just do what feels right for you. So we're at the part where you get this from me every episode. And I'm going to say it again. Please take care of yourself. I will always encourage you to uh, self-care. You are the most important person right now, even if you have a spouse or children or someone that depends on you. If you are not well, you you can't flourish. You, you won't be able to do the things that you need. So remember to just take those moments for you. Uh, work out, read a book, binge watch your favorite show, uh, I don't know, go for a drive, just anything. And one thing that I I started it with my mom and then I stopped and I'm currently doing it now. I encourage you to journal. Being able to get your, your thoughts and feelings out in a safe, um, effective, non-judgmental way is crucial. Being there with your own thoughts and, and really being able to express yourself is a wonderful feeling. So I I encourage you as a part of your self-care, whatever that release, if it's journaling, if it's writing, um, if it's a a, a coloring book, whatever that is, just find it so that you can get that release. 
Another important part of self-care is making sure you're getting enough sleep. I don't know about you, but if I don't get sleep, I'm grumpy. And the longer I don't sleep, the more uh, the day-to-day things kind of get to me and make me uh, more upset or, or sluggish or I get irritated easier. So make sure I know, I know that it can be hard to get a good a good night's rest. Um, so for those of you who can just sleep on a whim, as, as soon as your head hit the pillow, I am jealous of you. But for those of us who may struggle or have struggled with sleep, and this is before experiencing loss, do whatever uh, you need to do, uh, unwind, uh, turn off your technology. I, I had to set alerts. Um, well, I, I mean, I guess they're not really alerts, but for my phone to not let me be able to use certain um, apps after a certain amount of time in the evening, um, making your screens dim, not watching TV right before bed, just little things like that can help you sleep. And it will have you act, it will help you actually have a better focus for whatever task you have at, on hand. Uh, another thing along with getting uh, proper sleep is getting proper, um, I was about to say getting proper rest again, um, eating a proper meal. Now, your appetite may have went away or you may only want junk food. Uh, when my dad died, my appetite went away and then the only thing I wanted was uh, Oreo cookies and ice cream. Uh, but it's really important for you to find your balance. And if you don't want to eat a lot of food, uh, eat a piece of fruit, uh, eat a vegetable, eat your, eat your a little bit of your favorite food. If you don't see yourself being able to eat right now, drink a, a protein shake just or smoothie, just something to uh, have on your stomach. Now, I also have a message for uh, those of you who are supporting someone that is grie- that um, are grieving. If they don't want to eat, you don't have to hound them. They will eat when they're ready. You can make them a small, uh, healthy meal. Uh, you might you want to bring it up to them every now and then and say, hey, did you eat? But trust, when the shock of the grief, initial shock of that grief passes, they'll eat. They will eat or eventually they'll be like, you know what? I'm starved. Let me go eat a sandwich. I promise you their appetite will eventually return. And when you you pressure them, I know when people were trying to make me eat, I I felt ill. Like I felt nauseous. So I, I really could only eat a few bites here or there. And that's just because people wouldn't leave me alone. And it can be annoying. I mean, people don't want to say it and they want to be nice, but 
Like, they'll eat. Leave them alone. They, they got it. They got it. They're going to be okay. And the last thing that I, I want you to remember, if you don't remember anything else I say or that I'm completely insane, trust your instinct. Do what feels right for you in that moment. Uh, even in the midst of this pain and stress and frustration and anger, your body knows what it needs. So if you're feeling overwhelmed, you're like, I I can't figure out what to do. I, I, I'm not organized. My thoughts are all over the place. Get someone that you trust to help you work through the things that you need to do and, and work your way through it like that. Uh, don't fight it. If your body is uh, getting torn down or, or wore out and you're exhausted all the time, and exhaustion is a part of grief. So remember that. That's why you need to take extra special care of your body. Uh, if you are fatigued, that may be a sign that you're not sleeping enough or you're doing too much. And so Take a, a step back. There are things at each phase of your grief that will need to be taken care of, but everything doesn't have to be done at the same moment. So pace yourself and just don't don't fight those signs that your body is giving you because your body is doing its best to take care of you while you're going through the situation. And if you are taking care of, you know, someone else, uh, family, kids, a pet, anything like that, remember, you can't take care of other people unless you take care of yourself. It may last for a little while and you, you may feel like everything is fine, but eventually your body is going to let you know that you need to take a break. So why not stop it before it happens and just do what you need to do so that you are as healthy as possible to get you through this tough time. So for your Get It Girl guidance for today, I just want you to learn how to live in your truth, as one of my friends always says. Take your time to, th to think clearly and examine a situation and, and you'll know what the right thing is to do. And if not, you can always reach out to someone or, or somebody that can help you through it or do your research, but just own it. Just own it. You're grieving. You're overwhelmed. You're stressed. You're angry. You're hurt. And it's nothing wrong with that just take that help which you uh whatever help you need and, and don't try to be a superhero take pit stops along the way on on this crazy winding road that we call grief so i thank you so much for for joining me today i as always, I hope that there was something I said that reached you. And please, please feel free to share this with anyone who's grieving or supporting someone 
with grief and just just make sure to uh, keep up the fight and you got it because you grieving girl.